5: That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
6: Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at FoxSportsRadio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
4: This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio.
6: Don't bury the lead, my man. Don't bury the lead. The Golden State Warriors, who are not like the recent Golden State Warriors. They were not at the end of this particular game. In fact, starting late in the third quarter, Kevin Durant left at the 205 mark of the third quarter. That is the big story. Now, the Warriors won the game, 104 to 99 was the final. A humongous embarrassment for the Rockets who have to have their tail between their legs right now as they skedaddle back to their San Francisco hotel. Before going back to Houston. But my goodness. Wow. That was a El Choco. The Rockets came all the way back. And then when they came back. They were down by a gazillion points. It went down by 20. Which isn't even that much. Because the Clippers had a 31 point lead. uh, Or down 31 against Golden State. And they came back. But the Rockets had the lead in the fourth quarter. Durant goes down with an injury. And from that point. The game within the game. The Rockets... Did they take advantage of that? Did they step on the accelerator and fly by a short hand? No, they did not. In fact, it was dead even. It was it was dead even the final part of the game. If you look at that from when Durant went out until the end of the game, it was a 36 to 34 score in favor of Golden State. And in that stretch of minutes, that, that beginning or end of the third quarter to the end of the game, there, from, from about 210 mark of the third quarter until the end of the, of the, the game, uh, Steph Curry made some shots, made some three point shots. He was knocking down three point shots. Curry had 16 points in 14 minutes of game action once Durant went to the locker room. So we're juggling a couple things. there. Now. now, as far as Durant is concerned, I'm not believing what they're telling me. I don't believe. It. Durant did not return from what they're calling a strained right calf. And it was a non-contact injury. Now, I've been doing this long enough and seen enough players go down in a pile to know that there are certain tendencies that are very rarely wrong. Very rarely are these things wrong. There was no contact with a Rockets player. And now the dreaded MRI for Kevin Durant, a non-contact injury. Durant, if you didn't see it, or if you're one of our blind listeners, you know, years ago I was rated number one in sports radio for blind listeners. Number one. We used to have so many blind listeners and callers. It was great. I don't know what happened. We have a few blind listeners now, though. But anyway, all right, so Durant, it's the he hits a, a jump shot, and there's a non-contact injury. He grabs the right calf ankle area, also not far away from where the Achilles tendon is. And did he avoid the Achilles injury? That's the question. So let's talk about this now. The other question, we'll frame it this way. The early indications are that Durant, they say, has a – a calf strain, but they're having an MRI. And Durant's leg injury against the Rockets was blank. I will right, we'll fill in the blank. How about, well, obviously, crippling. That would be one thing, right, crippling. You've got the planets, a bowl of milk, and the blame game. And we will mix all of this together into a bowl, and uh, we will see how this this comes out. We'll, we'll, we'll mix it in. Uh, all right, so uh, now, first of all, Early indications, I said, they're saying the, the, the people around the Warriors are saying, well, it's a right calf strain, it's not an Achilles. I'm a doubting Thomas, or in this case, a doubting Maller. I have a sneaking suspicion that we are not getting the whole story, and that the Warriors are hoping for some kind of divine intervention or alien interference here to come down from some other planet and just, like, zap Durant's leg and then... Here we go. He's good. And and Reggie Miller was getting killed because on television he immediately tossed out Achilles. Uh, And for the people that are criticizing Reggie Miller, I'm actually going to defend Miller, and I'm usually the one ripping him. But that was what you're supposed to do. Reggie, He's right. That had all the ingredients, all the spices you need for a torn Achilles. Doesn't mean it is, but it had all the ingredients. If you're... You're reacting in real time. That's what it looked like on my television. And Miller was actually at the gate with his own eyes. So this is a stunning plot twist. Golden State has the Slim Reaper and a rotating group of ensemble actors. That's how it's been in this era with Kevin Durant, where Steph Curry doesn't play well Every game. In fact, he has many games where he's not very good for the Warriors. Klay Thompson, also another guy that has vanished at many points. Draymond Green also has had performances where he's not around. And so it's this revolving door of players around KD. They rotate where all you need is one of those guys to play well along with Durant. And usually one of them does. Uh, On this night, Klay Thompson made shots. He did. This is the the night he made shots, which means he'll have a bad game on Friday, and then maybe a good game on Sunday. That's usually how that goes. But Curry made some shots here. Draymond Green filled up the stat sheet. The All the planets, though, all of them revolve around Kevin Durant. That's the way they've set this thing up. Now, secondly, what is the thing I have been preaching for years? Other people who work in radio copy me which I'm flattered with. But one of the, the things I've said for years here, whenever anyone asks, how can you beat the Golden State Warriors? And, and I have evangelized, I have preached behind these microphones of Fox the formula to winning against Golden State. It's like a good breakfast cereal. You get a bowl of milk, and you say, snap, crackle, pop. That is the way you can beat the Golden State Warriors. That is what I say. Under my theory... It has been you need multiple players to get hurt. And I am still not all in on the Houston Rockets, even though I am, I'd am, i be stunned if Kevin Durant plays again in the entire postseason. The medical degree I have on the radio says Durant will not play again for Golden State in the postseason. dunskys That's it. He's out. Be stunned if he plays again. Right? It would be. Uh, we'll see but uh I'm an MRI and I'm telling you this just the reaction some of the people around the Warriors there the sense of of Doom and gloom and all that but I'd still bet on the Warriors to win this series because they got a home game and they got the game on Friday and the way the Rockets played the final 16 not 16 but 14 minutes of this game uh you know, th- these guys Steph Curry Draymond Green Clay Thompson get a gazillion dollars all these guys. And this is an opportunity for them to rise on up here uh, at the end. But, so Durant's going to have an MRI. Even if this is a small, minimal injury, just like a mild calf injury, if you go to like WebMD and the other medical websites, that's like a four-week injury. That's a month. The NBA Finals. I mean, no, sir, no, I, no, you're laughing. But if you do the math on this. Right? Do the Mallard math. I'll give you the date on this. All right? So let's say it's a four-week, best-case scenario for Durant. Everything comes back great. It's a four-week injury. That's it. Game one of the NBA Finals. How many days do we have before game one of the NBA Finals? Eight, well, 18 days before the Stanley Cup Final. 21 days before the NBA Finals. So it's a four-week injury, and the NBA Finals start in three weeks— And Golden State still has to beat another team should they get by Houston. I mean, you can see where this is going here. So I'm I'm taking the path of Durant not playing again. But the the final thought here. Now, the, the NBA media, the mainstream basketball media, seem to be convinced, many of them, that the person responsible for Kevin Durant's injury is Steve Kerr. They're blaming Steve Kerr and the Warrior Brains Why? They're playing the blame game because they they claimed, some of these media guys, that they overplayed Durant. They overplayed Durant. Now, Kevin Harlan mentioned, if you were watching the TV broadcast, Harlan mentioned right when Durant went down, like he had this note, he was waiting to use it, that Durant had averaged 45 minutes a game, which I think is the equivalent to working in a North Korean labor camp for the NBA media to play 45 minutes of basketball professionally and have a day off in between every game. I mean, that is cruel and unusual punishment. This is high crimes and misdemeanors for the Golden State Warriors coaching staff here. Uh, Now, Harlan was implying clearly a causation correlation between Durant's non-contact injury and the amount of minutes he had played. Now, this is one of my pet peeves. And this has been a trend in professional basketball specifically, but all sports, over the last couple years. There are some, um, I I like to call them quacks, who claim they know how much playing time leads to an injury. Like that there's some magical formula they figured out, and this is a pet peeve of mine. You cannot accurately predict injuries. Kevin Durant could have been injured walking down the street in San Francisco to get a cup of coffee. Okay, he could have walked and look, oh my leg, it's a non-contact injury. Oh my, God. He's not some feeble weakling. He's a professional athlete. And are you now we're not supposed to play these guys a lot of minutes in the playoffs? In the Are you kidding me? in the postseason now, the people crying about Durant's injury saying it's because he played too much and he was fatigued. Are you telling me now we have to put caps on how much people can play in the playoffs? Just get robots. Get robot. You know what? The robots are going to break down. You're going to have the robots break down. Stop treating all these people like delicate little flowers. How about that part of the problem? You talk. It's usually a different sport. You talk to some of these old baseball, old school baseball people. Of course, all old athletes always talk about romanticize their era, but they talk about how pitchers, you know, this magic number of 100 pitches, and and guys, you know, romanticize about you know, years ago pitchers. They didn't have pitch counts. Guys, would throw 200 pitches. You know, close to 200 pitches. They didn't care. And, you know, it, it was just the you know, people got hurt. And some of them didn't get hurt. What was it the guy, LeVon Hernandez, a, a pitcher who he hadn't played in a while, but he had a long big league career. And wasn't the story on him when he was playing before he got to the major leagues with the Marlins, he he would throw like 180 pitches in games. <laughs> like He was in a different country, but he would throw 180 pitches in games. Anyway, uh, let's hear from some of the participants here. Uh, well, Steve Kerr. Now, Steve Kerr here decided, I-, I am going to use a word that is not allowed on the Magic
7: Radio box, but I love that he did it. Liverpool yesterday came out with just one of the great wins in soccer history. And after the match, uh, their manager, Jurgen Klopp, said, uh, Jurgen Klopp said, I'm, you know, the the young kids in Liverpool are, probably asleep by now so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it but our our boys are giants that's what he said I know how he feels so I apologize to my mom who uh, is probably watching but our guys are giants like that was an unbelievable victory tonight what's that yes yes after dark I'm a different guy right now sorry mom yeah. You know what
6: that tells you? Steve Kerr didn't think the Warriors were going to win the game. That is a reaction of a coach who was convinced his team was going to lose the game, and that's why he was so happy they won the game. All right, here's more from Steve Kerr, and he was asked about Durant's injury, and, of course, Steve Kerr deflected. I know it's been reported as a calf. There was concern uh, about it possibly being an Achilles at at some point. That has 100% been ruled out though. Yeah,
7: yeah, it's not the Achilles 100% and, uh, he says. You know, when I walked into the coach's office after the game, the uh, the replay of the of the play was was going on and I thought the same thing because he kind of looked back like he had he had been kicked or something. I thought uh you know, I've seen that before with guys who, who have uh, hurt their Achilles, and so that was my first question, and I was assured that it was uh, it's the calf. It's a calf strain and not, not the Achilles.
6: Hmm. We'll see. I know that the initial reports are often incorrect, so we'll keep an eye on that. The MRI, we saw something in the MRI we did not expect. All right, Mike D'Antoni, what an embarrassment for the Rockets. I don't want to hear any trash talk by the Rocket fans. This—if the Rockets don't win this series with Durant out, they ought to trade James. Harden. That's how embarrassing this is. It's embarrassing for the Rockets to lose. To lose this game is embarrassing. Here's Mike D'Antoni, who's trying to sell and spin a positive yard. Yarn. We'll bounce
7: back. We'll be ready on Friday, and that's that's the big thing. And everybody can have off a little bit off nights, nice, off this, off that. I don't have any doubt they'll be back full strength on Friday. And again, if we're good enough, we can beat them. But if we're not good enough, then they're going to beat us. So it's a competition, and we got our home court, and let's go take care of business there. And then the the series starts. It starts, you know, when you come back up here, it'll start.
6: Yeah. the The other team that's most affected with this Durant thing is the New York Knicks, who had already marketed to their season ticket holders Kevin Durant was going to join the Knicks next year. And uh, now if this is a minor thing. Okay, fine. But if there's something else going on here and he tore his calf or something like that, then you know, that affects next year and the future and, and all that. All right, it is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie,
8: Judas Solid Gold Garcia. So let's assume Kevin Durant is out for the next two games. You, if if you there know are what two happens games, when you assume I know, he, but yeah. it's fun. We do that on the uh, Magic Radio we, Box. We do it every night for four hours a night. How confident are you that the Warriors can win one of two without Kevin Durant?
6: All right, one of two without Kevin Durant. All right, so what are the odds on this? You want me to give you like an
8: odds? I you can do the Maller scale of uh, confidence. Right, whatever you want. All right, you to so,
6: all right. It right Maller scale of concern or Maller uh, Maller scale of optimism for
8: the Warriors. Wow. One to
6: ten. Never I'm,
8: heard of this Maller scale. Can't wait to hear about it. I'm very optimistic, Eddie. <laughs> yes, I know. An, That's why you said be, Kevin Durant has an Achilles injury.
6: Well, no, I, I said he's out for the playoffs. He's not going to play again in the playoffs. I don't know if he's got an Achilles or not, but he's. If I, I would if say it calf, is more
8: likely than not, he will not play in this series. If it's,
6: if it's a calf injury and it's a mild calf injury,
8: according to the internet medical people, well, don't don't go by that. because no, I, 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 I look up things on the internet all the time, and I'm dying.
6: Everything leads to cancer. <laughs> yes, but uh, here's it's the thing. Not, it's not a. It, yeah, you're right. Yeah, here. no, everything leads to cancer. But I, I would say. Say uh, on a scale of one to ten, with ten being you're definitely going to win the series. I'm at a seven and a half with Golden State. I'm at a seven and a half because they got the home game in their back pocket. And let's face it, the Rockets are choking. Dogs. Yeah, I was going to say that you know, I mean, that, yeah. Chris Paul's due to get hurt. He hasn't gotten well, hurt yet. Well, even if he plays,
8: he's not doing anything.
6: No, I mean, he, he vanishes. I mean, the, Chris Paul. Think about this: when the, the fifteen or fourteen minutes, whatever it was, where Durant was out, Paul was o of three from the floor, and the Rockets were outscored by five points when Durant left with Paul on the court. It's a bad job by him. Should have stayed with the Clips. I'm glad you left, though. I like what we got. Who would have
9: thought the the Clippers got the better end of that trade? I did. I said it. I preached it. Yeah, sure. I did.
6: (laughs) Right here on the Magic Radio box. I I did. (laughs) Absolutely. But you're right.
9: The Rockets are choking dogs. They should have won that game, and they're not going to win the series, even if Durant doesn't play.
6: I, I'm betting on the Warriors. Now, I don't mean they're going to win on Friday, but there's there's no care of I've been seeing it since wow, Steph Curry snapped out of his slump. He's got confidence now. Eh. You're only as good as the next day's starting pitcher, so we'll see if Curry is warmed up and ready to throw his changeup, his knuckleball, his split his finger fastball, his breaking pitch. We'll see about that.
4: On Friday, Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
10: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City
9: Sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota,
5: Toyota, let's go places. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. So
6: congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. The running of the deer. Fear the deer! Giannis Kumbo. He had a... Quality night. Not an overwhelming night, but 20 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. You saw the game there. The balanced Milwaukee Bucks attack, which is another way of saying that the uh, everyone contributed and no one on the Celtics really did anything. So the Eastern Conference Finals await for Milwaukee, a five-game elimination of the Boston Celtics. They're done. Milwaukee wins this game 116-91. It was not even that close. The Celtics, to my amazement, To my amazement, as I am watching here, the Boston Celtics, their first 38 shots, they missed 30 of them. That's a professional basketball team, plausibly, that gets paid a lot of money to do this, that are fine-skilled. Every one of these guys was the top player on their high school team, and they missed 30 of 38 shots in a playoff game. On their way to shooting 31%. So the the Bucs... We'll play the the Raptors or the Sixers. But the story here, the better story, as it normally is, is in the losing locker room. And in this case, the Komoto Dragon sitting over in the corner is Kyrie Irving. It's all about Kyrie and his performance. Now, Kyrie took 21 shots after very braggadociously talking the other night about how he's going to keep shooting. He didn't care that he missed all the shots in the previous game. So Kyrie's like, all right, I'll take 21 shots. I'll miss 16 of them is what I'm going to do. He was 6 of 21. He only had 15 points. A miserable performance. Now, what did he say about it? Uh, Irving on on attempting to take the high road. He did try to take the high road. After the game, I know we'll play some sound here in a little bit, but he did not criticize the actual Celtics. He didn't take a cheap shot at Brad Stevens, who fell on the sword and said, blame me, I'm the bad guy and all that. He didn't rip his teammates, Kyrie Irving. and He mostly just tossed flowers at the Milwaukee Bucks in the postgame, but Kyrie was noncommittal about his pending free agent status, which would be the big story if you're an NBA fan this offseason here, which starts for the Celtics right now, the weight is on for July 1st. The weight is on for Kyrie Irving on July 1st and how that's all going to go down. Uh, let's hear from Kyrie. Here's Kyrie pointing out that as far as losing the playoff series, being run off the court, being embarrassed, curb stomped, molly whopped, uh, all that, all those adjectives. Here's Kyrie uh, pointing out what he takes away from
9: it. You know, you take your lessons, you, you take your ass-whooping that they handed us I um, mean, you move on, um, you know, it's a basketball uh, journey. Obviously, you know, you, you want to keep playing, but uh, they put a halt to that and, and they deserve this series. They, they played like they wanted it. And, and um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing them going to the Eastern Conference Finals and playing uh, their next opponent. Uh, you know, it was a it was a it was a great op- uh, opponent for, for me to play against for the rest of my career because
11: I know I won't forget something like this.
6: I'm glad that Kyrie is looking forward to watching the Bucks get to the Eastern Conference Finals because he had a big role in the Bucs getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. He was a central figure in Milwaukee's success in the semifinals of the NBA. Here's another one from Kyrie Irving pointing out, when asked about free agency, where is he going to go? Did Kyrie say Knicks? Did he say Nets? Did he say Lakers? Did he say Clippers? Did he say a wild card like the Memphis Grizzlies? Let's find out. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just trying to make it back to Boston first. Oh, good. Safely. Yeah, Um, safely. Get to see my family decompress, you know, do what human beings do. That was actually a flat earth reference. When he said get back to Boston safely, he was worried he might fall off the edge of the earth. So he didn't want to do that. So he's concerned about that. He wants to get back to Boston. All right, so let's discuss. The question, is this outcome a Bloody embarrassment for the Celtics, who looked so good in Game 1 and then so terrible in every other game. Is this series a referendum on Kyrie Irving as a Celtic? I think that's the only way you can look at it. Uh, So my take on this, you've got the obscenity, the fiddle, and Costco. And we will charbroil this, because everyone likes food that's charbroiled. And we'll, we'll cook it for 15 minutes, and we'll see what happens. Now, to lead off with, Kyrie Irving was... Kicked in the shins by the Bucks. You know how that feeling when you get, it's just a painful. We've all had that at some point, playing sports or with your friends or whatever. One of the worst playoff performances by a headliner in modern NBA history. I don't think I'm understating that when you look at the body of the series here. It wasn't just one bad game. It was a new level of stinkage. For Kyrie, the last four games against Milwaukee, Kyrie took 83 shots. He only made 25 of them. He only made 25 of the 83. Shot 30.1% from the floor. And from three-point range, he took 27 three-point shots. He missed 22 of them. Shot less than 20% from downtown. Holy Uncle Drew, Batman. I mean, man. Now, including the regular season, the stat geeks, I read this. They looked it up including the regular season and the playoffs, Kyrie Irving, from what we're told here, he has played 569 career NBA games, the last four against the people from the state of Wisconsin, the first time ever in his career that Kyrie shot below 37% in four consecutive games. And he was almost below 30%. He was just slightly above 30%. I wish he had missed one more shot so he could have been below 30%. would have been better for the show. Uh, But what's the old saying? Sometimes you're the plunger and sometimes you're the clogged toilet. In this particular case, Kyrie, the clogged toilet. And the Bucks were the plunger. It was an abomination. Kyrie Irving was so bad. How bad was it? I'm glad you asked. It came close to violating United States obscenity laws. That's how bad it was. It was obscene. The performance was obscene. Watching him try to shoot. I would classify it as indecent, it was immoral, it was vulgar. Uh, Maybe I'm embellishing this a little bit, but you get the point. This performance was so lewd that even in post-production, you can't save it. Even with the top special effects, terrible, terrible, terrible. And not to pile on, but the Milwaukee Bucks guard George Hill, a journeyman, A vagabond in basketball, George Hill, who's like a part-time guy from Milwaukee. In this series, he shot 61% from the floor, and from three-point range, he shot 50%. Salty. Wow. I mean, what is that? Now, meanwhile, the wonderful thing about the parallel universe of the NBA, in pretty much any business— If you've been really, really good and then you're really, really bad for a stretch, you will have to pay a price, right? Pay the piper, as the phrase goes. But not in the parallel world of professional basketball and professional sports. I'm telling you, these people live in a vacuum. Kyrie Irving did not lose a penny. He's not going to have to give a dime back because of his performance. He will have multiple max offers. He made it through the season healthy, well, relatively healthy. By his standards, he was healthy. Uh, And those offers will be coming in from multiple teams. The Knicks, the Nets, the Lakers, the Clippers, other teams will seduce and flirt and do a mating dance with Kyrie Irving. The only thing hurt for Kyrie after this horrible performance, the only thing that's really hurt for Kyrie is the mythology of this amazing postseason player. That goes out the window Uh, in this particular game. You say, well, it's a write-off. It's a a throwaway situation. That's what the people that love Kyrie will say. Now, furthermore, Kyrie Irving was handed a team that many a star wished they had, right? A bunch of budding young players who were supposedly on the cusp of being great with Boston. Lottery picks, blue-chip players. And a team that got to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie when he was out injured last year. He got everything his heart desired. And presto, he turned them into a second-round loser. One terrible shot after another. Kyrie Irving played like puke against the Bucks. the final four games. There's no other way to say it. It was a public defecation situation. <laughs> the kind of thing... If you do that outside the arena, you're charged with a misdemeanor for public defecation. You can't do that. And here's the great thing about this. Like, this is really embarrassing. But Kyrie Irving has found a way again to play second fiddle to LeBron James. Because LeBron still has the title. He's got the gold medal for the biggest pratfall in the NBA. The Lakers not even making the playoffs this year. So he's number one. But not far behind is Kyrie Irving. He can hold his head high on the stand there with the silver medal. I mean, it's great. It's like a David Copperfield here. Presto, Celtics. Uh, you, Jason Tatum, you can't play with me. You're a bum. You're a bum over there in the back. Rosier, you're a bum. All right, last thing here. Now, outside of the Clippers and Warriors, I paid a ton of attention to the Celtics. The last couple of years I have, um, the moonlighting gig that I do occasionally. The best laid plans of Mice, Men, and Danny Ainge. You got marquee talent. And delusions of grandeur, right? The Celtics were convinced that they were going to be wonderful. The 2019 Celtics picked by many to be the Eastern Conference camp. Some, I, Colin Coward picked the Celtics to beat the Warriors in the NBA Finals this year. That was his bold prediction last year. Uh, but predictions are kind of like, uh, you know what, Yeah, everyone's got one and they all stink and, and all that stuff. But listen, the 2019 Celtics morphed from a projected Hollywood blockbuster – blockbuster movie, it ended up going direct to Netflix, it, it, or, or even worse, Hulu. All right? I mean, that's the thing. That's the reality. Now, you are what your record says you are. I was I taught that by Bill Parcells. You are what your record says you are. And for the Celtics, not good enough. And so Danny Ainge, he better have a good heart because if he's not healthy, wee, got a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do for Danny Ainge, but he gets paid a lot of money, so I'm not concerned about that. It's back to the drawing board for the Celtics. Unfortunately, I believe that Danny Ainge is going to make a max offer to Kyrie Irving. It's going to be a mistake. Celtics are going to do it. Kyrie is infected, as I said earlier, with apathy. Uh, He is detached. He is indifferent. He is uninterested. Those are all things generally, any job you have, whether you're an athlete, you're putting cans of tomato soup on a shelf, or you're delivering newspapers, or you're working as a security guard, if you are completely indifferent to what you are doing, it is going to have bad results. So my advice, who do you turn to? You turn to your overnight talk show host for advice. My advice in the magic radio box where we live here, go to Costco, love Costco, go into Costco and buy one of those giant 50-gallon tubs of disinfectant and fumigate the locker room. That's what Danny Ainge ought to do here. Right now, the Celtics are swimming in the sewer is what they're doing, okay? They smell like a wet fart. Uh, That's how they played. That's how they played. Let Kyrie run off to New York. He can be the bad apple in the Big Apple. You can see the headline already with the Knickerbockers, let him reunite with LeBron in L.A., as long as it's only with LeBron in L.A., and then he can build the—Danny Ange can build a team around Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, or trade one of those guys and some draft picks to get the unibrow. But I would go back to Tatum, who looked so good a year ago and so shaky at the end of this year, make him the focal point. This guy should score 25 points a game and be a headliner in the NBA. And he went— he went on the wrong path, and there's, there's crossroads coming up for Jason Tatum. Like, next year, does Jason Tatum get back to being the player that he was was at the end of the 2018 season, or does he continue down this path and then just become another random guy? And It's kind of like, like Brandon Ingram, you know, just another guy who's not that good. That's up to Jason Tatum, but if I'm the Celtics, I want to see him blossom. They could trade him, too. There's, that's also a possibility. I wouldn't do it. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. For those of you just joining us this hour because of some post-game coverage in San Francisco and in Houston and whatnot, the, we, we, did, we already talked a lot about it, but Kevin Durant's injury and the fact that the Rockets embarrassed themselves by not being able to beat Golden State with Durant out in the fourth quarter, it was even. That's uh, an indictment of the Rockets. But anyway, hello, Eddie. Hello, hello, Ben. Was, oh, there's I, my microphone. There's yeah, a, it works. You need your mic on. You don't I, need your mic. I well, for you to hear me, you, uh, it needs to be on. Yes, yes. People were freaking out, Eddie, when Durant went down. I know you're not a
8: basketball. Well, player, but people I, I were freaking certainly out, understand why. I mean, they were arguably losing the Best their player mind. in the league.
6: Sure. There you're was gonna... panic. There was despair. There was prayer. Thoughts and prayers for Kevin Durant. People are losing their, their marbles on
8: Twitter. Oh, on Twitter, people are Social media. Yeah. Oh, man, yes. Well, I mean, look, I know you were talking about in the first hour, Reggie Miller, who was on the call for TNT, yeah. was speculating was an Achilles. And when you see it for the first time, you do think that. that. Looks I awesome. mean, Every player has had it, an Achilles for, has done For people that. who, who have, did not see it, it was a non-contact injury. He, Grabbed he the came down, leg. took a couple steps, and then just started hopping yeah. around. Yeah. So I, I think that was... Uh, Understandable to think that that would think the worst on that.
11: After day. a
9: second look, I don't think it's, it's Achilles.
8: I don't either. Oh, that's, but uh, but in the moment, Doctor Roberto checking <laughs> in on this. <laughs> he, he walked. He walked yeah. out. He walked
9: all the way to the locker room by himself.
8: Yeah, he, got no his, uh, yeah. he got his. He uh, got his medical degree in Tijuana, but that's all right. They're, they're, oh, it's racist. still a degree. it's Still a degree. <laughs> racist. I
6: got I got my medical degree online. It's great. Oh really? <laughs> S- sent a check for twenty five dollars in. They gave me a degree. It's got the sticker wow. on it. It's I didn't good. know yeah. that's
8: that's a good deal. Doctor I, I Maller. I know you can do the uh, Doctor like WebMD. The, the Justice of the Peace thing online. Yes. I did not know you could do doctor. I should do that. That would. Fun. wouldn't that be great you can, can actually marry people if you do that
6: i've I known wanna... people that have done that i want to do that do you have to memorize stuff and take a test or nah, you, sure you can read <laughs>
8: off uh yeah.
6: who oh that'd be great you can marry Coop. no i gotta marry <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> is koop getting so... married is he... yeah, well he's, well, he's so. the only one
8: left really? so you know roberto and i is... are already taking are you breaking taking... news here
12: roberto uh, yeah. is Coop no, getting married i'm not <laughs> <laughs> are you sure about <laughs> congratulations
8: that, Coop. Coop. <laughs>
12: not
6: anytime soon. Will you announce that you're getting married? If you were getting married, or would you deny that?
12: Yeah, I wouldn't deny it, would but I, deny. I probably wouldn't announce it either. <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't you put it out there and
6: put your name out on the the wedding registry and have people buy you stuff? Oh,
12: yeah. oh
9: yeah, yeah, yeah. Come mm. on, man, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah,
6: just do it for the for the money. Yeah, hey, I you probably didn't will you do, that. do that though, right, Ben? If you want to make a lot of money, have a bar mitzvah coop. That will get you a
12: lot of money. You know. Oh, I know. When I was a teenager, I was so jealous that I wasn't Jewish. Yeah,
6: you could, you know, it's not, Conver- too, it's not too late. <laughs> you know. Just for the bar mitzvah, you could do it. Boom. Of,
12: I mean, I'm—it's a lot of work. I'm yeah. 30 now. I don't—I don't think you can do wasn't a, Steve Ballmer. Bar Ballmer,
6: like, he's like in his 60s or something like that. He's, isn't he messing around with that or maybe late 50s? I don't know. Anyway. He's messing around with that? Well, yeah, I think he converted to Judaism and was going to have like a bar mitzvah. I read that like a couple years ago. Well, when he you're wanted.
8: that rich, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah I mean, he could become a Buddhist monk. Orange robes, you know? Pretty yeah.
6: much anything, yes. Go up, live in a mountain somewhere. It's, he probably lives in a mountain right now. He doesn't need to live owns in a, a mountain. mountain right? owns, yeah, owns, owns, owns a mountain. Owns several mountains is what he does, yeah. Clearly on that.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m.
10: Pacific
11: And even checkout's not until four, so
5: because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and four PM late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com/slash with Amex. Terms apply. <laughs> it's Maller. How
4: about Interesting that? Interesting guy. The third degree. Fire this is when Big Ben gets grilled.
6: Brian Williams, interesting guy, Came by today.
12: They, Koopaloop, it's Mallow to the third degree. What do we have here? Benetti actually alluded to this a little bit earlier. There are reports out there that say LeBron James wants to see Tom Thibodeau on uh, Tyron Lou's Lakers staff. What do you think the odds are of that happening?
6: Well, Lou's well, not going to coach the Lakers, yeah, exactly. so I think the odds are zero that that's going to well, happen.
12: I guess on, on any <laughs> Lakers staff. Uh,
6: no, Thibodeau's a basketball lifer. He wants to work. He don't want to, He's bad at television. So I, I would advise him to whoever the Lakers coach is to wait for a better situation. Because when, as long as LeBron's with the Lakers, whoever's with the Lakers is not going to get any credit. They're only going to get blame. LeBron gets all the credit. And when things don't go right, you blame the coach. And, and that said, right, I mean, Tom Thibodeau's a good defensive coach. I
12: liked him. He didn't work out in Minnesota, but I would hire him. He, he worked with Doc Rivers. I think he's pretty good. All right, next. Now speaking of odds, the Vegas odds for where Kyrie Irving will end up next year have been released and uh surprisingly the Brooklyn let the Brooklyn Nets lead at +250. Yeah. N- Knicks come in second at +300, then staying with the Celtics rounds out the top 3 at +350. Where would you put your money?
6: All right, so Danny Ainge is going to throw, number one, a ton of money at Kyrie Irving. Number two, my hope is that he goes back to his roots with the Knicks, not goes to the Celtics. If he does come to the uh, the L.A. area, I hope it's with the Lakers uh, and they can make the Uncle Drew movie mix with LeBron in, in the Uncle Drew movie as a, a starring role. But uh, he's got the Daily Double. He's got a poor attitude. He's injury prone. Uh, I, I, I'm hoping he goes somewhere
12: else, with not one of the teams I follow. Next! Now speaking of the Knicks, everybody's hoping they get the number one pick so they can draft Zion. Now some are suggesting that if the Knicks were to land two superstars this summer, like Durant and Kyrie, yeah. they could contend immediately by trading Zion's rights to build a super team. What's your opinion, Ben? All
6: right, so the Zion hype train, first of all, it's winding round the mountain right now with the lottery next week. You gotta keep him, right? You gotta and if you get two other stars, let Zion be the third wheel as a young player for a couple years. The curiosity. I would keep him around and see what you got. How do we do, Loop? You fail. No, you fail. You asked
1: me about Ty Lowe. I didn't fail. <laughs>
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: Okay, Let's just get to it. It's your questions, our answers. Loop. let's get as many in as we can in the time allotted. What do we have here, Coop?
12: All right, Ben. Now this is—it's uh, kind of a spin on a question we've heard in the past. All right. Now somebody had asked before if you'd ever go skydiving. Your answers were all no, I believe. Yeah, but
6: I, I'm not in. I,
12: know, Ernie yeah. the great opiner. He wants oh, to I know. know him. Yeah. He wants to know. Would you skydive for ten grand? No, it would have to be more than wow.
6: ten grand because I believe I would die. So it would have to be more than ten grand. Because I don't think that would
8: support the wife
6: for the rest of her life. So I, I think I would have to get more than uh, I would
8: more. do it for 10 grand. I don't know if this was an everyone really? question oh, okay. or not, but you, I, I you would, would, would do it for 10 grand.
6: I've been watching it. Do- My wife's trying to get me to watch this documentary about free uh, free climbers. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Now, that's a death wish
12: right there. I can't even watch those videos.
6: I, I started watching this documentary on, like, on Hulu, and it, it was
8: like, wow. Is that the one that won the Academy Award? I Maybe it did. I don't know. Oh, El you're Capitan. right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
12: Uh, best uh, best documentary at the Oscars. Um, this question is for everybody. This is from Cardiac Stanley. Hi, Stanley. I'm glad you're alive, Stanley. Even though you tried to kill him. I did not try to kill him. That's Have right. any of you ever had to ride in an ambulance?
6: Uh, well, what, is me being the patient? No. I, unfortunately, I had a family a relative that I had to ride in the ambulance with. But no, I didn't. You, Eddie? Um, as a patient?
8: Not as a patient. No. no. Uh, not,
6: uh, not at all. Ever. When no. I was a kid, my mom took me to the fire station. I got to walk in the ambulance, the paramedics, in the
9: fire truck. And
6: what about you, Roberto?
9: Yeah, I did. About you, my honeymoon. On your Are honeymoon, you I jumped in the bathroom. What?
8: I got robbed. I what? Kind of. Really? You got yeah. mugged? Yeah. On your honeymoon? Yeah. In Mexico City. Where was your? No, honeymoon? this was uh... <laughs> racist.
9: <laughs> Kern County, I believe I was. Oh, Kern County? Oh. Yeah. Really, Bakersfield? Yeah, yeah.
6: In Kern County, you got yeah, mugged.
9: Yeah, I got mugged. Wow. Sorry.
6: How much wow. did they get?
9: Some guy. It took, he took my. Some dude took my wedding ring. What?
8: Oh, no. Yeah.
9: But he. But did, the, did, he, the did, cops found the guys. Oh, good. Oh, they, they ended good. up hitting a, a lady in a, in a car, too. Wow. Yeah, it was. Jeez. It was, yeah.
8: Boy, it's
9: crazy. So I had, I had a ride in the, and that was man, that was expensive. Jeez. <laughs> Uh,
8: okay. Oh, wow, I didn't expect yeah, that. that was, yeah. yeah, we yeah. learned something interesting yeah. about Roberto. What
6: about you, Coop? In an ambulance at all?
12: Uh, not not like for anything like actual, but uh, for a role that oh. uh, I had, I was in an ambulance. Not not as the patient, but uh, Mr. Wilson got hurt doing something oh, in Dennis. And Dennis oh, and, medicine, yeah. yeah, yeah.
8: Yes, troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> Coop was to blame. Yeah.
6: You brought, brought the claw out, and you're like, "All right, uh, let's." Uh, that's the wrong movie. All right, what's next here? It's Ask
12: Ben. Your questions, are answers for the rest of the hour. All right, uh, Kurt on Facebook. Hi, Kurt. Ben. He wants to know what, what's your worst injury of all time. It's a related question. The worst injury
6: of all time. My brother was making a for school a school project. I forget what grade he was in, but he was making a school project a volcano, and. I was messing around with the volcano and somehow it exploded and I almost had to have my uh, a couple of fingers amputated when I was a wow. kid. Wow. So, and I got my parents drove me to the hospital that time. I should have gone in an ambulance, but they I have a gigantic scar right in the middle of my hand from when that happened. As a grown ass man, it has not gone away. They said they were it came this close to having to chop off a couple of my fingers. Oh wow. On my right hand, by the way. That would be problematic. Oh man. Yeah. Wouldn't that be that able group, to grab the was, microphone. Is that like, a group question know, or no? Just, it was just, it was just
8: you. Right. Uh,
12: this is this is a group question though. Yeah. Um, all right. I, Ludovico, I, I believe. Just go with it. Say yeah. it like you know it. Cool. Yeah. Ludovico yeah. on Facebook. Uh, yeah. He wants to know: Do you or have you ever manscaped? Uh.
6: Well, I mean, my wife's taking me to get to the to the Manny Petty place, but I, don't, I, I don't think
12: that's what he's. Oh no, no, to. I don't. No. Like oh, body that? hair.
6: Oh, down yeah. low? Oh. Yeah. Below the Mason Dixon line? No, I'm not uh, no. Anybody Roberto? No. No. Coop, you
8: do that, right?
12: Of course. You oh you do? Come yeah. on. What you're, Guys, you're get- young than man
8: you yeah. know. We're old. I mean, if if someone requested it, I would yeah, probably do it. Exactly. But no one's ever said, uh, you know, you need yeah. to When I was that single,
6: I would have done anything. Uh, I mean, I, I <laughs> pretty much <laughs> anything. Uh, you know. you Got to make it more inviting. More inviting. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, when it gets to that point, it doesn't matter. Cooper. Does it look bigger? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Check that out, Robert. <laughs>